Lay. Zerk. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah. It's alright. Already the show goes on all night. Till the morning we dream so long. Anybody ever wonder when they would see the thunder? Just remember when it comes to the show. Good afternoon, Holy Family. This is your Chief Administrator on the Holy Family Happenings or the Positively Family Podcast where we share the Holy Family Happenings. And um, looking forward to a great spring break. Hope you are as well. I know things are kind of weird right now with this COVID-19 uh, coronavirus business, and we will sure keep you posted with anything that we have. Um, but let me walk you through the newsletter, and then I'm going to have four very special guests come and join me, four of our students, and that's going to be really fun. So the first thing up is uh, I did put a blurb in Principally Speaking this week. First, just to share the exciting news about the gala. I know I had teased this out a little bit before, but didn't give you any concrete information. But I can tell you, we raised over fifty grand uh, for the um, for the gala overall. That's just for financial aid for next year and for the endowment. So really, really thrilled with that. We're going to have over 25 grand to give to each of those two areas, plus uh, another 11,000 plus for our fund need, which is teacher financial aid. So the night was great. Uh, the night was just fantastic. And the bottom line uh, turned out fantastic. So really, really good news there. And then on another positive front, enrollment's looking good for next year. It's going to be hard to um, replace in terms of numbers uh, the 454 eighth graders that we have right now. That's a large number of students. And so to replace those and to grow again is going to be, uh, you know, mm, well, it'll be something if we can pull that off. Uh, but just given the number of tours and shadows we've had, uh, I'm hopeful that we can maintain our enrollment for next year, to be honest with you. Preschool is looking good. Um, and then we've already had well, at least when we come back from break, our eighth and ninth transfers into K to eight. So that's just like last year. Um, so I'm feeling really hopeful. We'll see what happens. We'll see what God has in store. I'm feeling really good about that. And then just a little update with regard to our strategic planning initiatives. Um, we're going to be sharing our new mission statement. It's it's very similar to what we have, but I think new and improved, as well as a vision statement that we've never had before. A few other things like our four great things that we'll be formulating based on survey data. Um, as well as uh, uh, the portrait of our graduate, something I've never done with this school before, but it's really cool uh, what we're putting together. So uh, wrapping up this weekend, we'll be getting the rest of our survey data that we'll start to code and compile. And then we're going to have our SWOT team doing our SWOT analysis. So lots of good work happening here. So looking forward to how that's going to shape the future for us here at Holy Family. So uh, within Holy Family, like I mentioned, there is a survey. It's right there in the newsletter if you want to click on that. And then enrollment forms are still available here in the Holy Family Happenings as well as in the electronic backpack. By the way, if you don't know how to get to the electronic backpack, you scroll to the bottom of the website and it's smack dab in the middle. There's an icon of a backpack. It's big, uh, so you can't really miss it. Um, then yearbook orders are due on March 20th if you want to get yearbooks. And just like last year, that's going to include all of Holy Family. It's not just LaSalle. Then uh, we are doing the uh, Holy Family Spring Plant Sale. So you're going to want to make sure that you um, 
uh, get that form printed off. That's also in the backpack, and there's some information here in the newsletter for you as well. High V cash for students. I think I've mentioned a couple of times, but this is just really easy. School gets a buck for every $200 in receipts that we collect. So please save your high V receipt, turn them into school. You can just bring them in in a baggie or something. It's totally fine. And then I, I kept this little blurb in here from another school administrator about um, kind of the shocking nature of what is in kids' phones and, uh, you know, people are trying to access our kids. So um, when, we, when, when we put a device in our kids' hands, uh, we are in some ways putting them at risk. So it's, it's a good, quick, short read and some good food for thought. Then in the middle school news, end of the third quarter, uh, we're updating our late work policy one more time. Like we told you several weeks ago um, at LaSalle, when we shifted to a late work policy for third quarter, that was 25% off uh, late assignments, but they could be turned in at any time up until a test is uh, happening that covers that material. Um, and then we're continuing to evolve that. So it's going to be 50% off starting fourth quarter. So if work comes in late, it's half off, but kids can turn in uh, that work until the test is taken. So they still have a chance to turn it in, um, but it is going to be a firm 50% off um, once it's late. Any partial work that's done, can, that's done on time will be graded for full credit, um, but Late work is going to get marked half off. We really want to instill in our kiddos the importance of turning things in on time in a timely fashion, and we think that's going to be important for when they get to high school. Just a big thank you. I know this is in the St. Jude piece as well, but thank you for the conference meals. They were so good. So tonight we have potato bar. On Monday night we had pasta salad and sloppy joes and ham and chips and cookies and all kinds of things. So thank you for the parents who bring that in. It means a lot to us. Um, and then Center Stage, of course, is doing their show choir. Um, pie fundraiser with Kathy's Pies. Shelly Hughes Camp was doing a great job of organizing that. Um, so you can order pies and you can also buy desserts at the uh, St. Jude Parish Fish Fries on Friday nights. Then Holy Family Spring Pictures um, is the picture day is coming up on Friday, March 27th. The flyer's going home with your kiddo today about that. Uh, LaSalle students can wear dress reward clothing. Um, the guidelines are posted under resources and handbooks uh, on the website. And then spring sports, soccer and tennis will start practice Monday after spring break. Um, and then co-ed soccer will have practices 345 to 515 Monday through Thursday. Co-ed track and field is going to be up at Regis for practices, also 345 to 515 Monday through Thursdays and some Fridays. And then girls tennis will be 3 to 430 at Roosevelt Monday through Thursday. LaSalle students will bust to um, those practices if they're off-site, but parents have to pick them up. And then for all spring sports, please make sure to be prompt in picking up your student after practice. We don't want them lingering. That's when bad things can happen. Save the date. Lancer Fest is Friday, April 17, 2020. We're going to be revising this and updating in a little bit, um, but that is going to be here at LaSalle. LaSalle students will provide entertainment from half past one until 2.40. Then there's going to be a reception following from 2.40 until 3.10. More details will be coming soon. Elementary school news, St. Jude Conference meals, like I mentioned, so good. So thank you so much for bringing that food in on Monday and again tonight. And then the book fair has just gone really, really well. So a huge thank you to all the people who purchased books to support us at the Usborne Book Fair this week. Huge, huge success. That helps our libraries grow their books. So I know uh, Sean Gibbs is thrilled with that. And Spring Picture Day also for St. Jude's is on Friday, March 27th. Students will be bringing home the flyer, just like the LaSalle kiddos. If you have a kid in the three-year-old Tuesday, Thursday morning preschool class or the four-year-old Monday through Thursday preschool afternoon class, um, there's a note uh, just in a second here regarding their picture day. Um, 
but as far as the uh, the elementary kiddos, students are bringing home that flyer. There will not be a makeup day for absent kiddos. And no money is due on picture day either, um, but a picture packet will get sent home with kiddos. So for those other kiddos I just mentioned, another date has been set for spring pictures so we can include our preschool classes that meet um, on those dates I mentioned. So the date for these is going to be Tuesday, April 7th. That's in addition to the March 27th date. So a reminder notice will come home uh, before that to remind you for that. Then still, we still need lunchroom help. Please, please, please consider doing this. It's really, really fun. Uh, it might be worth taking an hour off work if your uh, job is one that's flexible or if you happen to be home. Uh, by golly, this is a, a fun way to get involved at school and see your kid in their natural element. You will not regret it, and we will be sure glad that you helped out. Um, and I think all the news from Xavier in the community is repeats from before, so nothing new to share there. I'm looking forward to, in just a couple of minutes, um, having We Are Family with four of our students who are at our Religion Bee. Uh, there was a fifth who went to Waterloo with them, but he is actually playing baseball in Arizona right now. So four of our kiddos who are at the Religion Bee are going to come join us in just a minute. And uh, we're going to have them show off some of their religion class schmarts. I'm going to give them some of the tough religion meet questions we had, and I think you'll enjoy listening. Prizes will be available to our listeners, so stay stay uh, dialed in here. All right, everybody. So we are now uh, with our very special esteemed guest. We're having students, I think. I think this is only the second time I've had um, an all-student um, group on the pod. So I'm excited to do this. The reason I wanted to do it was because last, when was it, guys? Last week. Last Friday? Yeah. Last Friday yeah. on the 6th, um, this group of boys and one other went to Waterloo to Columbus uh, High School and um, Blessed Maria Santa Palata Middle School, where these uh, four uh, fine young men and one other uh, were at the Diocesan Religion Bee. So, uh, guys, would you introduce yourselves really quickly? Just, like, say your name and what grade you're in. I'm Sam, and I'm in sixth grade. Uh, I'm Freddie, and I'm in eighth grade. I'm Asa, and I'm in seventh grade. I'm Noah, and I'm in eighth grade. And Noah, you're a repeat offender. You've been on the pod once before. You sat in the same chair. Yes, I did. That's mm. right. Wow, seriously. All right. So anyway, uh, would one of you mind telling our, our listeners how it is that you ended up in Waterloo at Blessed Maria in the religion bee? Um, so uh, earlier in, early in the year, I think in like September. Yeah, September, took, October, something like that. Um, we took a preliminary test mm -hmm. that had some things that weren't really required to know. It was like 35 questions, multiple choice, something yeah, like that. Single, yeah, something yeah like something like that. Short answers sometimes. And then we had, and then top scores went to the school-wide B, where we, um, the winner would get uh, $15 to Starbucks. Oh, that was going by Freddie. Uh, and then the three best pe um, people in the school-wide bee, went and participated in uh, the diocesan religion bee, and then we had three alternates go in case one of us couldn't. Yep. Uh, and so then, um, yeah, some of you know some of the folks who are listening were probably at the local bee, and the questions were a little bit all over the place. And I had asked for feedback from people that were at last year's religion bee, just to see what they liked about it, what they wanted to have it, you know, do a little differently. 
And from their feedback, what we ended up doing was um, making the, the questions go in categories and they started a little easier and they worked their way harder. Um, and so when you guys participated, we made it all the way through round seven, I think. And then we just started round eight. So I thought what might be fun to continue to test your, your religious schmarts here is I'll ask you guys these questions as a group, you can answer these. And so listeners, if you can, if you can answer any of these, go ahead and post it to Facebook, like just respond to the link, uh, right underneath the Holy family school system post where I, where I shared this podcast, you can go, you know, whatever question number four, the answer was Nicodemus or whatever, and you'll get a prize. If these four young men can't answer it, then you, the listener can answer it. And the first person to get any of them right, will get it. Otherwise you can shoot me an email. Zexer at holyfamilycr.org. You can email me or you can post it to Facebook and um, we'll get some prizes out to folks uh, if they if they can answer these, if our kids can't. So one of my favorite radio games is like when you play Smarter Than the Host. So up in the Twin Cities, there was a show called Smarter Than Stacy, and it was on at like 4.30 every day. So sometimes if I left work on time, I could listen to that on the drive home. And I like doing those. So this is like Smarter Than Our Middle School Religion B Participants. So, yep. okay. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yep. Okay, it doesn't matter because I'm going to keep going anyway. <laughs> Round eight, the category is mystery and history. Guys, what is the name of the event when God came to us in the flesh? When God became human. What's the fancy the word for that? The incarnation is I'm looking for, Sam. Good job. Yeah. All right. Sorry, listeners. You don't get that one. First question is, who translated the Bible into Latin? St. Jerome. All right. St. Jerome is correct. Number two. From round eight, mystery and history. What are the four marks of the church? One holy Catholic and apostolic. Boom. Number three. What was the name of the council that allowed for mass to be said in people's everyday language? Second Vatican. Vatican II. Yeah, Vatican II, Second Vatican. Good job, guys. Number four. What does the Paschal mystery mean? The life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Okay, so we did have, what, three priests that were there as judges. They would have conferred with yeah. the judges on that one. Anybody else want to tweak Freddie's answer a little bit? He said life. What did you say? Life, death, and resurrection? Yeah. That's real close. And ascension? Is ascension added? That's that? the resurrection. That's kind of part of the resurrection. Right. Yeah. I would say suffering, death, and resurrection. Yeah. Oh. I think the judges probably would have given that. That sounds like, yeah. Um, what does the word Catholic with a small c mean? Universal. Very good. <laughs> we had a test about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. All right, there you go, Miss Legrand. <laughs> so, okay, we're up to question six. So far, we've got them all. In what century did Christianity become legal? Because they were oppressed for a while. Right? Fourth century. Yep, we've seen fours. Yeah. Fourth yeah. century in the 300s. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, here's a fun one. Lutherans, Episcopalians, Mennonites, Baptists, and there are many more examples. But these are all examples of what kind of Christian? Protestant. These are all, these are Protestants. We have Protestants here at Holy Family. We have, these are our Protestant brothers and sisters. Okay. So a Christian who is not Catholic and a Christian who is not Orthodox. I just screwed up the question. Let's give you the answer. I was going to say a Christian who's not Catholic <laughs> and who's also not Protestant would be what? And the answer would be Orthodox. Orthodox. <laughs> okay. Um, what words are used to baptize all Christians? Baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Very good. Or, or you can just say the Trinitarian words. Yes. Wow. Okay. Question 10. Guys, these are level eight. These are like all the. Okay. Yeah. What does the word ecumenical mean? Ecumenical? Some people say ecumenical. I say ecumenical. Yeah. 
Give someone a gift card. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no clue. <laughs> no. No. I can't, never. I've never Aquam- heard of that. Blackball. Acu. No, no. Oh, I, didn't, I forgot what the word is. Accumulism with an e. Eh, not ah. So. Ecumenism means getting religions together, like to unite religions, especially oh. Christians. So, like when Lutherans and Protestants and Catholics get together and share what they believe in common and they talk about stuff and pray together, that's called ecumenical. All right. I should not have given the answer away. I got to not do that again. Okay. So, from now on, I'm not going to give the answer. Um, and anybody else who can chime in and give us the answer will um, will get a prize. So, what does the word amen mean? I believe. Yeah, Father Ken said this yeah. <laughs> yesterday at Mass. All right. I believe, or agreed, or so be it, or it's a statement of affirmation. Something like that. Yeah. Number 12. In the scriptures and in church tradition, when we see the number 40, what does that symbolize? 40 days that Jesus was in the desert. Yeah, that's an example. A time of waiting. Waiting while we do what? what Fasting happens? and pray? I'm going to give it to you guys. Purification. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, waiting, fasting, prayer, All right. uh, sometimes yeah. suffering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number 13, at Mass, the priest mixes wine with a little bit of water. What aspect of Jesus does that represent? The blood. Um, when, when he, when he, he was stabbed, stabbed and water spear. came out. Okay, and then the judges would push you back a little bit and say, when the blood and water came out, that was a symbol of what? Of Jesus. Jesus' humanity. Uh, yeah. How he was a fully God and fully human. Yes, yeah. there you go. Humanity and divinity. Uh, Fancy word for the day is hypostatic union. That's hypostatic union. Yeah. Very fancy. Oh, yeah. Um, after being, oh, okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Listeners, I think they might not get this one. So listen up. After being named a servant of God and then being named a venerable, what is the next step Next step before somebody becomes a saint? Blessed. Whoa. Asa, you didn't even blink. <laughs> that is a blessed. So, yeah, when, like, so Asa, after you die, they start working on your canonization to make you Saint Asa. You'll first be Asa, servant of God, and then venerable Asa, and then blessed Asa. Uh, number 15. I know you know this one, buddy. When does a holy day begin? Um, when you wake up. Midnight? No. Uh-uh. Sunset. Sunrise. Sunset the night before. Oh. So, like, Easter Sunday, if you want, that, that's why we do the Easter Vigil, and that's oh. why we do, like, Saturday Masses. It's because the feast day always celebrates when the sun goes down the night before. Um, That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that now. Boom. Celebrate Easter like the day before. The Immaculate (laughs) Conception. Now, some of our listeners are not going to know this one, but you guys are, I bet. The Immaculate Conception celebrates the incarnation of whom? Mary. In whose womb? Mary Mary and Anna's Anna's womb. Yes. The Catholic Church teaches us to live with a preferential option for whom? The poor. Yes. Poor and vulnerable. I had no clue. (laughs) That's a Catholic social teaching, which I think you guys get later this year. I didn't hear. We're learning about that uh, <laughs> at, in St. Louis during the homilies. That's what Father's doing. Everything. Nice work, Father mm-hmm. Ken. Um, number 18, apostolic succession tells us that what group of people are the modern successors of the 12 apostles? Bishops. Yeah, that's covered <laughs> in your eighth grade curriculum, isn't it? Maybe. This, this is a fun one. Where do we get the phrase, holy smoke? From, from, like, from the incense burner. Yeah. Oh No, isn't it like uh, when they're choosing a new pope and they... The white smoke that comes yeah. out of the that's called yeah. the holy smoke. So when, when a new pope is being named, um, they when they when the cardinals vote, they take their you know names. They'll write you know cardinal so and so, cardinal so and so, and they put them in the thing and they burn it with some kind of chemical that makes the smoke come out that gray black. And all the people out there in in St. Peter's Basilica out, out, outside, they'll be like, oh, they voted. They didn't come up with somebody. It doesn't have to be um, a cardinal though. It can be any that's true. Catholic man. That's true. That's not married. Yeah. 
Yep, so I'm no longer eligible. Sorry, Catholic <laughs> Church, I'm not going to be your next pope. Um, <laughs> Mr. G. Um, and so uh, they, they add a chemical to it. He's not Catholic. Um, oh, yeah. They add a chemical to it when they when they come to a consensus on who the pope's going to be. They add a chemical yeah. to it that makes the smoke come out white. And then all the people out there are like, ah! Anyway. Um, last one under the category of mystery and history. Simple drawings of what animal were used in the first century for Christians to identify one another. Fish. Ichthus. Or, or ichthus, if you prefer the Greek. Okay, just ten questions here. Listeners, listen up, because this category is called Round 10. Really darn impressive stuff for a middle schooler to know. Oh, no. So these are, these are tough. But again, if, if you know between the four of you, if you can get it. Um, what is the text for which St. Thomas Aquinas is most famous? Oh, so two of my top. Oh, we learned about this in religion. Oh. Something, I feel like it's a doctrine of some sort. Yeah, it, I think it's in Spanish. Like my, it's Latin, Latin my name. Five. I don't know. Give someone a gift Three. card. <laughs> well, I'm gonna give out school swag. I'm gonna give out you know lanyards and whatnot. All right, I'm not answering this, but yeah. listeners, group question ten: What is the text for which Saint Thomas Aquinas is most famous? I'm also gonna say limit one correct answer per household. I'm thinking of a few households who are gonna crush these. Um, my house. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, okay. Round ten. Question one: What is the shortest verse of the Bible? Jesus wept. Boom. I got that last year at the religion. Yes, did you really? I actually remember that. Yeah. yeah. I got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what are the three original languages of the Old Testament? Greek, Give me any of them. Greek, Greek Latin. Latin. No, not Latin. Latin was Hebrew. We're to Hebrew. Old Testament. This Hebrew. Is Hebrew. Greek, Hebrew. Uh, What's the name of the language? Arabic. Not Arabic. Like, Arabic. Aramaic. Like Aramaic. Yeah. Aramaic. Greek, Hebrew, and Aramaic. Sorry, listeners. The boots are pretty smart in here. Um, number three. Who was the recently canonized Archbishop of El Salvador who spoke out against corrupt governments? Oscar Romero. Including our own. Yes. Wow. <laughs> number four. What is the name of Michelangelo's sculpture in St. Peter's Basilica, of which is a, a, a which is a statue of Mary holding Jesus crucified body off the cross. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, I have this, like, a figure of the statue in my house. I forgot it. And there are multiple versions of it, but this is the very famous. Right when you walk into St. Peter's, it's on the right. Giant marble statue. I don't pay attention to art history, so I'm not this. <laughs> okay, so listeners, question four from round ten. You can answer this one for a prize. What's the name of the Michelangelo sculpture in St. Peter's Basilica that is a statue of Mary holding Jesus' body? All right, so there's two out there now. Number five, what do we call the vessels that hold the water and wine that the priest pours into the chalice? Uh, oh, holy cups. Should, I should know. <laughs> Are all of this. you altar servers? I am. I'm not. I am. Yeah. You were. I'm not. Okay, some people are going to know this one too at home, I think. What do we call the vessels? This is number five from round 10. That hold the water and the wine. That we use the, and then you also use to pour the water over the priest's fingers. Mm-hmm. All right, that's another one. So there's a third possible prize. What is the Latin phrase that means our father? Auto domini? Mm-hmm. That's, that's domini Latin. is God. And so that means in the year of our Lord. father. Yeah. Oh, anno domini, yeah, year of yeah. Lord. Quite here, yeah. Uh, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in celis, sanctificetur. No, no, okay. Question six, folks, if you're listening, you can get a prize. What's the Latin phrase that means our father? Number seven, 
I know some of our listeners are going to know this one. Before he was named Pope John Paul II, what was his name from birth? He's Polish. Poland guy. I am Poland guy. His name was not Poland guy. Wow. Dang it. So close. I thought you got that one, Sam. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know any Polish names. Okay. So there you go, listeners. That's your fifth one. Before he was named Pope John Paul II, what was his name from birth? Number eight. I think you guys might get this one. What Abrahamic religion descended from Ishmael? Islam. Yep. There we go. Number nine. What phrase did Pope John Paul II use to affectionately and respectfully refer to Judaism? Our brothers in faith? Yeah, our older siblings. Our big brothers, our older brothers, our older siblings. I heard some of the religion teachers talking about that a couple months ago. And finally, what Catholic author wrote books such as Screwtape Letters and The Great Divorce? Screwtape's my favorite. Dante? No. He wrote. Uh, um, he wrote the. Uh, oh my goodness gracious! The Divine Comedy. Yeah, thinking of famous Catholic authors. Yeah. Thomas Aquinas. No, no, this guy's contemporary. I mean, he was. They are Tolkien. No, he was contemporary with him though, and they were friends. Uh, C.S. Lewis. Yes. <laughs> Give it to you guys. All right. So there are four questions. What is the text for which Saint Thomas Aquinas is most famous? What is the name of the Michelangelo sculpture in St. Peter's Basilica, which is of Mary holding Jesus' body? What do we call the vessels that the priests used to pour the wine and the water into the chalice? What's the Latin phrase that means our father? And before he was named Pope John Paul II, what was the name of the cardinal uh, that would become Pope JP II, now St. John Paul the Great? Well, that was fun. Um, did you guys enjoy the religion bee? Yeah. Yeah. Good. We represent Freddie One, and I thought we represented super, super well. Once again, Cedar Rapids had the top two. Again, um, so we did super great. So you were in that group that left, right? Like that yeah. tied for third? No, um, that was no. You were right before that? Yeah, I was the group. I was the one person before that. One before that. Okay, yeah, because it was kind of a group that tied at third. But it was cool. It was a nice crowd, and uh, the folks at Blessed Maria actually brought their entire sixth grade to watch. And so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to say to anybody while you have your last moment of fame here to shout out to your parents or Shout siblings? out to my mom by script. <laughs> Buy script. Make Emery happy. Yeah. Right now, Freddie's looking, looking at Noah and saying, do it, do it, do Noah, it. I will say it for you. Subscribe to Biggie Chunk. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and with a, with a round of giggles, uh, we bid you have a great weekend, everybody. God bless. Bye. Subscribe to Biggie Chunk. <laughs> 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 <laughs>